time to catch up on the Malloy Drive Show. Okay, Australia, you know him. You can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy. You got that right, Matthew. Uh, welcome to the big program. Hello, Dave. How are you? G'day, Mickey. Doing right, thanks. Here we go. Got to be a massive show Huge. today. Charlie Pickering joins us for all the fun of the fair. C-Pick. He'll want to talk about some inauguration gear, I reckon. Yeah. Trump. The pardons are just starting to leak <laughs> yes. in now. He's got 12 hours left, I think, uh, doesn't he? Snoop Dogg's involved. Hang about. We'll cover Snoop that in Dogg. our crime report. Righto. Which is up on blocks today. There's some Elon Musk news. Uh, mm. Is he a supervillain? Seems to be. He's killing he? cats. Yeah, He's I killing heard. cats and he wants to put a bar in uh, the factory where he builds rockets. Yeah. Is that a good idea? No, but he's the world's richest man now, too. He's beat, you can do what uh, he wants. Bezos, you know, he's you number do. one. If he yeah. wants to kill your cat, he'll kill your cat. That's it. That's what he's up to. Hang around <laughs> for that. We've got an entry into the club, COVID. Oh. Uh, we've got a big issue here involving mm. one of our staff members mm. and the vending machine. We mm-hmm. touched on it yesterday. We'll open up again yeah, and yeah, take yeah. your calls. On this, we're going Secondly. to check in with Neroli Meadows, one of the greatest test series of all time. When we left the show last night, I went home and watched it. It was incredible. I was finish, listening to it, it in the car on the way home. Right. It, was, it was like old time radio. Yeah, and yeah. As the gripped. drama went down, congrats yeah, uh, to the Indians. What a sensational mm. win. We'll cover all that. We'll take your calls. We'll take your tweets. A bit to get through. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, we'll have some Australian Open news, uh, of course, which we will get to. It's only days away now as they still yeah. held up in their hotel quarantines. Yeah, how are you going? How are you? What was your, going all right. I was a bit worried you weren't going to make it on air then. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it because I don't want to embarrass the cleaners here at the stations. <laughs> but let's just say, don't get between me and the toilet yep. at 10 minutes to showtime. Now You'll get mowed down. <laughs> It's like the running of the balls. I know. Just, it's a sacred time. I know it is, mate. You're talking to me. I know exactly. It's like a little nervous wee before you start, and then they mm. put this little big, it's not just a little sign, they put like a bar across the toilet, so you can't even sort of get through it unless you just limbo under it uh, to get into the dummy. And then it opens up the whole handicapped toilet issue. Tried to go in there. You couldn't get in there. That was couldn't locked. get in there. So where did you end up going? Did you find a toilet? Well, let's just say I'd give the <laughs> corridor at the front of my office a wide berth. Do you know, have you seen this? I, a lot of people don't know this, What's but that? when you see the pubs around town in most cities mm. in Australia and they've got the tiles on the outside, you know, yeah. the tiles that go yeah, up yeah, to about course. your neck, they were designed for gentlemen to wee on outside the front of a public bar. Really? God, we live in the wrong era. Imagine. Imagine that. You know, just, just having a pot. Excuse just I, a minute. You walk out <laughs> onto, this, onto a busy intersection. Is that right? And just start peeing on the tiles. Is yeah. that outside the pub? So you just walk on outside. the outside of the pub, you'll see it. Now I've mentioned I, it to you. Yeah, you'll yeah. walk past so many pubs and you see they go to about head high. Yeah. I was in, I was in the Builders Workers Pub in, right. in Fitzroy once. And they had a thing around the wall at about head height. Mm. And uh, that was for the policemen in case they knew where to aim. <laughs> oh, no if, kidding. If, if anything got out of it. That's amazing. That's a great area. Pub stories. That's, it's been that's gentrified now. Yeah. I could write a book on it. Yeah. I want to do one of those shows, you know, about front bars. Where I go to every front bar and talk the like like a river somewhere or one but I of think those. you get great stories out of bars and pubs. I mean, you go to a country town, you walk into a yeah, that's right. <laughs> do you know what? I, do you know what I still love the honest system. You know the pubs at in the country. Yeah, there's nothing better, and you really rise to the occasion mm. when you go. You know what? Well, I'm going to bed now. The publican mm. and he puts out the tray, and you just pay for what you what you. The honest system, James, yeah. getting here. Yeah. Can we talk this through? You're I, pretty this is a good link. This. 
I've, I'm, he's embarrassed our show. You were almost he's embarrassed. You got a sack him yesterday. You were that filthy. About. How are you, James? I'm glad to still be in a job. My well, mask still works, it's, so that's great. It's not a done deal, by the way. Yeah. Jury's out on this one. <laughs> yeah. So, anyone who missed the end of our show yesterday, uh, I related a story which was told to me. Mm. The vending machine here's on the Fritz. Mm. Uh, just before I came back, that's it was right. A real race to get it, it was. fixed in Technicians time. Technicians in, yeah. yeah. They had like a pit crew in here. Yeah, <laughs> the four sets of legs. More Red Bull. Out more Red Bull. Quick! <laughs> from under the vending machine. And I heard someone relayed, Rosie, Rosie Walden mm. from the station, yeah. Triple M's home, mm. and she goes, we've heard about, uh, heard about James. So, James, what happened was you went to get a Kit Kat. Mm. Yes. Uh, don't get me started on that. Okay. Why would you even go past the Aero bar for a Kit Kat? I don't uh, know. They only do the Mint Aero, and I'm not a Mint Aero boy. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a quote for you. Yeah. There's a quote you don't hear <laughs> Every day. But so you got a Kit Kat, but yep. instead of punching out one, it punched out two. Yes. And you had a moral quandary. Yes, I did. And what did you tell? Talk us through. So, uh, firstly, Rosie Walton, snitches get stitches. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it dropped down, and I, there was a moment where I felt like someone was looking behind me, and I went, only take one, mate. Don't take two. Mm-hmm. So there's two, and you've only paid for one. What do you do? Uh, you, you take the one. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes. You take the one. You, what are you just, talking it's an about? Ex- well, this is you? the basis of our trades-based system. I pay for one, <laughs> I get one. But someone else is going to get it for free. It's a freebie. <sighs> it's a freebie. I was explaining this to my girlfriend because I, I told her about it last night, and she was like, why didn't you just take the Kit Kat? And I said, it's the same as not going into Coles, picking up a carton of milk and walking out. You've got to pay for no, it. No. It would be like someone saying, here, have two cartons of yeah. milk, even though you only paid for one. Mm. And, I, I, would, I would insist that they keep that carton. I'm, I don't. What's wrong? What with you? I, take a leaf out of Dave's book. Didn't you? What did you steal? Oh, so Will Anderson gave me twenty for uh, was the Cadbury chocolates was the kids' football fundraiser, and they said, "Look, that's right, mate. Just give them extra money to the kids because he only got ten dollars worth of chocolate." So I thought well, I said extra ten dollars in the till, and because I was hungry for lunch, I had no cash on me, so I ended up using that money for lunch. So what you did was instead of giving the kids the tip. For, as Will had suggested, you took. Well, I might have reimbursed. And you took the chocolates remember. as well. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But you know, it's uh, that's that's better. That's my honest that's, system. One triple three five three. When have you had to use the honest system? Have you used the honest system? We mm. have this. You know, sometimes guys get ATM and it pays out too much. Mm. You probably want to give that back because they generally do come coming for you. The banks. I'll tell you a story. Mm. Uh, this is this is an uh, happened to a friend of mine. My brother's girlfriend mm. in Japan. Mm. She was on a train. She lost her favorite scarf, and when she got off, they're telling to their fr- their Japanese friends. Oh, I lost, lost my focus yeah, on the She goes, oh, you should report that. And she goes, why? She goes, put it to the police. You'll get that. And she goes, don't be stupid. Oh, it's gone. So anyway, the next day she put it to the police. The police said, I, uh, said okay, we'll look into it. Uh, hours later, come down. They had her scarf what? at the police station. Imagine that in Frankston or, Pen- <laughs> or Penrith. <laughs> Have you been involved in an honest system scenario? Yeah, I'm yeah. fascinated to hear what you think about James. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, call up. Wrong. We've got slabs of brick lane to give away to our great callers that we love. Get involved. One triple three five three. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. You are listening to Malloy with Mick Malloy, Charlie Pickering. Uh, he's going to join us in the second hour. He's always great. He's our first hit out for 2021. Narrowly Meadows coming up, talking all things cricket, yeah, which was great. an incredible game last what night. What a too. finish. And we're talking now about James, a member of the team, who yes. brought disgrace and scorn upon the show. Unbelievable. By 
getting two Kit Kats from a vending machine yeah. when he only paid for one and leaving it, leaving it there, which I'm guessing didn't last long. Oh, man, I would have <laughs> popped that in my pocket straight up. We've all been caught with our arm up a vending machine, yeah, haven't we? Have I've tipped right over. <laughs> um, I, uh, it's like the rage when yeah. you can't get what yeah, you yeah. want. I was we're, just hanging on to There's a chocolate just about to drop. That's Give it a little nudge, a little shake. Why not? Yeah. Um, we're talking about it because we're wondering about the honesty system. Yeah. Does it work? Has James done the right thing or the wrong thing? Mike's on the line. Mike, uh, what say you in regards to James' actions? I want to know if I'm actually able to nominate him for Clown of the Week <laughs> prematurely, to so, be totally honest with fair you. Fair call. Yeah. Uh, that's not how you would have approached it. What would you have done? Mate, I would have taken it and run because yep. that's what the next bloke's going to do anyway. Correct. That's I mean, right. Okay, just... let, let, let me put it to you this way. It's yeah. going to create another dilemma. If you let the chocolate just sit there, the person thinks, oh, wow, am I stealing it from somebody else? Good point. So oh, then there that you creates go. another drama. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. And there's starving kids in the if world too. If you want to share with mates, <laughs> yeah. share with mates. Go give it out to somebody. Well, that's Who true. Cares? Put it in your pocket and give it to knackers. They yeah. might. Yeah. Here's something for free. Okay, slab of brick lane oh, coming your way, brick big fella. Caring is caring, boys. <laughs> yeah, Bloody good beer. Bye now at Dan Murphy's. Well done, mate. All right, Brendan's on the line. Brendan, what's your attitude towards the honour system? Mickey, never use the honour system. Right. If the thing had, if the thing had a spat out ten, it would have taken ten. I would have eaten them all before I got home. So the wife didn't know. <laughs> All right, so there's no grey area here for you. you no, no, has black, it ever happened to you? No. Have you ever had the old five-finger discount, hmm. the uh, well, you trousered yeah. something that you weren't supposed to? You know when you go for a drive out in the country and people have them stalls at their front gate with yeah, eggs cherries and sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. fruit well, and you, no. well, you just take the stuff and you no, don't do in the no. Don't do that. No, no that's with the you. honest system. No, you've got if to something falls in your lap, okay, I'll give you one. Yeah. Um, well, this is an interesting one. It mm. was a petrol station. It was a few years ago, and it obviously put the wrong price on the bowser on the litre, yeah, or, or on the so it was cheaper. Thing. So it was cheaper, right? And the guy who owned the petrol station only realised something was up when there was a queue of about a hundred <laughs> cars to get the free petrol to try and get the oh, the man. petrol that was cheap. Brendan, I won't condone the taking of stuff from country <laughs> people they'd leave out the front. The the with the vending machine. Yeah. yeah, stick it to the man. Got you, Brendan. Chris is on the line. Chris, uh, I told a story about a friend receiving their, well, uh, their scarf back after losing on a train in Japan. You have a similar story? Yeah, we were in Japan, in Tokyo last year for New Year's Eve. Mm. And we, my mate, I lost my mate New Year's and then we re, rekindled it at New Year's Day. And yeah. he lost his wallet with about, I think it was about $800. Yep. Australian cash in it. We went. We went away snowboarding for two weeks. Got back to Tokyo, yeah. and he went. He went to the police station by chance, and they actually had it handed in, and it had all the cash, all these cards, everything. That's so, unbelievable. So I, I'm yeah. fascinated by Japan and the honesty yeah. that this uh, community and culture have. Um, but what's also interesting here and different from Australia is uh, uh, not only that it was turned in, mm. but that wouldn't last a day in a cop station. <laughs> so, <laughs> Some of my best friends are coppers, and I'm yeah. telling you right now. Really? Or if you did get it back with 800, it would have originally had 1600 <laughs> in it. A little for the, the police uh, ball, and off we go. Good story. Thank you very much, Trent's on the line. Uh, Trent, you you uh, come from the Mornington Peninsula. Oh, Dan, you're neck you? of the woods. Uh, yeah, mate, I'm on the Can't hear you, mate. Uh, Please speak up into the phone. Sorry, you there, guys? Okay. Yep. Yeah, so I'm I'm a seafood. I catch the Frankston flying into work each day. Good lord! <laughs> and I uh, I put my wallet and my bag on the way to work. Mm. 
sort of sort of done for. Um, spoke to Metro and they said they had a lost and found and went down and there it was been handed in still with cash in the wallet. That, that is, it happens. Well, I wouldn't expect that back. I'm happy to get off the Frankston line alive. <laughs> in one piece. Sit on your helmets. <laughs> Head on after Karingle. Well done, Trent. Watch yourself. Yes, that's good. Hey, Trent. Uh, yeah, Slab of Brick Lane coming oh, your way, we'll mate. It. It's oh, the draft. Work, mate. Derek's yeah. on the line. Derek, yes, uh, what was your scam, mate? Well, I used to drink at a pub, and the, uh, of course, it was an obligatory pool table, and me and the boys used to play a lot of pool. Mm. And you'd put your 40 cents in or your dollar or whatever it was to get your yep. balls out, yep. and occasionally the white ball didn't come out. So you'd have to open the drawer and get the white ball out and put it back on the table. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, you, you could just open the drawer if you if you had to to get all the balls out anyway, but everyone always put their coins in and... and did the right thing. Did the right thing. You are yeah. a good man, Derek. Derek's getting a slab of brick oh, loan too. Well done. Yeah, I used yes, to work yes. in a pub uh, in uh, down that way, in right. Frankston Way, right. and uh, the pool tables, I have to say, caused a lot of trouble. Did they? Yeah, I fights? think, well, in the public bar, it's amazing where all the trouble starts, but I saw one of the greatest things I've ever seen What's that? Ever in this place. So there was a, there was a, a fight brewing on the pool mm. tables. Mm. This is at the Pier Hotel in Frankston. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm the only barman on. I'm going, oh, no. It's on here. So I rang through and got the bar manager, mm. Sean McCackie, right. uh, to come through. Mm. I said, Sean, it's about to yeah. go off here. It's about yeah. to kick off. Mm. And he comes in and he's his short man. <laughs> he's uh, a funny, funny, great bloke. Yeah. And he's not, yeah, these guys are huge yeah. and they've got pool keys. <laughs> and so he comes in and he goes, all right, fellas, I think we need to break this up. And he takes his hairpiece off and throws it <laughs> the in their hell? face. Like the old Apache trick of throwing yeah. sand in the Look over there. Face. So <laughs> the guys were so stunned, two of them ran from the room and the other guy just wrestled to the ground with, you know that girl who's had the octopus on her face? That's, <laughs> That's unbelievable. All right, Dave, just quickly, Simon's on the line to boot this up. <laughs> true story. So, fellas, can we come down? And the wacky, you've got to... Got a friggin' hairpiece in your face. That'd yeah. frighten you, wouldn't it? Oh, wouldn't it? Why? Simon, are you want to put a pin in this? What, what is it? Yeah, uh, bigger question that hasn't been asked is who did it? Oh take my god, the Kit Kat. Who took the Kit Kat? Mm. Do you know what is there? We've got CCTV footage. We my should... money's on Billy Brownless. No, he's not he here. He's gone on holidays, so it can't mm. be him. Uh, can we get the CCTV footage and find out who's trousers the Kit Kat? Good on you, mate. Kid. You're listening to my. Get with the program, toots. This. Is Malloy. It is Malloy. Uh, coming up, Charlie Pickering soon. Narrowly Meadows going to talk cricket as well. And uh, still a lot of uh, calls coming through regarding the honour system. Kit Kat Gate. So, uh, James got two Kit Kats from the vending machine. He mm. only paid for one. Yeah. In a moral quandary stroke dilemma, mm. he's left. What an idiot. He, he's what, left what? Who Kit Kat there. Someone's trousered it. We yeah. don't know who. No. Uh, Roshana? It's Roshana's our office Rishana. manager. He's joined us. Our new office manager. How long have you been here, Roshana? Well, I started back in April, right at the start of COVID, in a different role, but I've been in this ops manager role since September. And this is going to be the biggest thing you've dealt with so far. Oh, the priority levels. I'm I'm stressing about I want you to go and I want you to find me the CCTV footage. Oh, get it. Can you get it? We're going to sift through it. We're going to find out who trousered the Kit Kat. Jay is on. But thank you very much. Can we go and get it? When you go to the vending machine, what do you generally? What's your uh, thing of choice? You don't mind oh, a V, do you? To, yeah, you I do like a V Mixed in, in many ball. different yeah. um, Get your hands varieties. off the V. Get yeah. your hands off the Red Bull. <laughs> Would you, if you went there and the Kit Kat was lying there, dormant, in the bottom of the vending machine, uh, would you take it? 
Oh, my God. Of course you would. Probably. Don't even think about it. Plead the fifth. You're the office manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please. All right, we look forward to the footage then, Michelle. All right, good luck. We'll yeah. have a report back when you have yeah. hit. Someone's going down. Mm. Someone's going down. Thanks, Rashana. Jay's got some ideas who it might Jay, be. Jay, who you think is... I've got a short list of potential mm. suspects, but before I get into that list, I just want to point out that James, who was unwilling to take the free Kit Kat, yeah. w- is willing to stab Rosie Walton for turning him in. <laughs> he said snitches get stitches. It's a little That's bit a of a point. paradox. Good point. Now, the lead suspect, Dan Bradley. He is the boss, <laughs> Triple M Melbourne. Hey, you go, you're pay, you're pointing your finger at Dan Bradley. I am. He's a guy. He's a woofer Kit Kat. <laughs> who, who else? Lawrence Mooney. He's destroyed the evidence. Lawrence Mooney is oh, currently yeah. doing the show out yeah, of Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Marty Sheargold. He's new oh. to the he's new business. To the station. It's top in the office. Top yeah. stunted pull. Yeah, interesting. Uh, awesome. I, saw, I see him more as an arrow man. Uh, Marty. Or a morrow. <laughs> I don't know. Who eats Moro, by the way? No one eats those. They're always left in your favourites pack. Mate, if I got one Moro, I'd leave it. (laughs) That's right. Hey, have we got a new, have we got a COVID uh, Yeah, Club COVID, yeah. COVID 21 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still happening. And uh, there's a new inductee. I believe it's uh, Mr. Robbie Williams. Jeez. Robbie Williams. Uh, Maddie, I thought he's, he's busy. He must have some spare time <laughs> on his hands. If he's... I'd like to go in and see him recording those Me one too. Day. We need to put a camera in there I, and watch I, him do I it. I bet you he'd have the headphones out, but his hand over oh, one yeah. ear and doing <laughs> it. <Yeah>. studio <laughs> style. Yeah. Well, he's one of Australia's premier voiceover artists, so he's, uh, well, well, he he's in the He bits. does a voice at the start of the show for yeah. us. Yeah. He's the Anaconda man too. Anaconda! Is that him? That's Maddie. That is Maddie. Yeah. What's what's Anaconda? You know the uh, outdoors. So he could get me some free oh, gear. Yeah. What, what do you want? Like a some Anaconda? You want a tent? I want a tent. Oh, you no, want something tent. to wear? <laughs> I want something to wear. Like so the like Anaconda make like uh, big woolly socks. Yeah, that'd have all okay. that. Okay. Oh, you've got to be good for a couple of pieces of those. Okay. Well, I'm just the voiceover yeah. guy. Well, this he doesn't is how work radio there. works. It's a bit of a grift, a bit oh, of a a bit of a hello. There's, there's my, That's there's cash my free Kit Kat, get a free tent. Stuff it. <laughs> I've seen you around the prize cabinet, Dave. You know wow, how it yeah. works. My garage is full of merch. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's like you're fencing goods. <laughs> the cops turned up and goes, what's this rotary? <laughs> hey, Robbie Williams yeah, uh, he's is in. quarantining in the Caribbean after <laughs> testing positive for COVID. What's your theory, Joe? My theory is that he had COVID before he got to the Caribbean. <laughs> hey, so oh, my gosh, gone. I've got a COVID. I'm going to have to quarantine for 14 days. Quick, mm. let's get on the plane. Mm. He flew to some Barts. So he's on some Barts. As long yeah. as he doesn't go near Mystique. I, I what don't happens there, by the way? Mate, that'd go through Mystique. The, the oh, the run? COVID. Really? Crikey. <laughs> it'd be, be quarantine. That'd be Not a good place. That'd masks. be a good place to quarantine, Mystique. Yeah. What? Don't you ever oh, go near Mystique. But, but, no. It's all... I You're very cagey about it. That's all I'm what happened saying. There? Hey, uh, just a minute, guys. Sorry, the, uh, the hotline's ringing again. Hotline's ringing. Hang on. Uh, hello, you've called Malloy. Oh, I'm finally through. Uh, <laughs> can I please request uh, James Hetfield and Hip to be the Sandman? Hip oh, the, the okay. mashup. Is that you, Artem? Yeah, it's me again. Artem Sinek. <laughs> number 78 in the who's, world. Who's number 77 <laughs> or 78, Artem? Uh, 78, but uh, soon to be... Uh, 20, let's say. 20. Sure. What's, what's your highest ranking? Adam Sidhag, who's, who's, who's holed up yeah. in quarantine. Hotel quarantine. Uh, at the Australian Open. A wall. He's bored shitless. He doesn't know what to do. He keeps ringing up our show. <laughs> How, what's your highest ranking ever, Adam? Uh, 32 in 2018. Well, well what done. happened? 
What, 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 what happened to me? Don't ask oh, well, so, Something went wrong there. Don't, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna, head or? I'm just going to blame it on everybody else. Yeah. You know, partners, coaches, uh, you know, right. it's everybody else's fault. Distractions. Uh, yeah. what, now, you're locked down in quarantine. We're hearing all kinds of hellish stories mm. about it. What was the highlight of your day today? What did you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I had a wonderful breakfast. Mm, I, uh, okay. I brewed my own coffee, and then Jeez. I stare, stared at my phone for a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was fun, yeah. Did you watch some Friends? What was the what's the last episode you watched? Yeah, this is this is my routine. I don't even remember the episode. It's just in the background, you know. It's right. just the, it's just the background noise, but it's something yeah. I. Is it the one I, where I Ross and Rachel are on a break? Is that the one, Adam, that you've been watching? <laughs> They're always on a break. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yesterday you told us Chandler was your favourite character. Did you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you know he's only got one one of his fingers isn't full? I've heard that. Yeah, he's missing it's, part of his finger. Yeah, yeah. What really? No, I haven't heard that. He's got a missing finger. If you saw him today, you'd think he'd eaten. <laughs> He's a big guy. Now, Adam, you said to us yesterday you're you're a curious blend of Russian and New Zealand. Yeah. I, I am, yeah. Who do you identify as? Oh, a Kiwi. As right. a Kiwi. I'm going to put something to you. I heard this. Uh, were you keeping bees in New Zealand? Were, were you I New was, Ze- yeah. Wow. You were. Well, yeah. well, no wonder you can handle the boredom of lockdown. <laughs> You're a New Zealander who keeps bees. That's amazing. What are I you doing it. keeping bees? How many bees did you have? My, uh, my really good friend, Brian Lang, um, he has uh, six hives. Uh, constantly, yeah. so he's got like around two hundred, three hundred thousand bees. Jeez. Wow! And uh, been uh, caring for them. It was great during the lockdown. You know, it's uh, it's up on his roof, and uh, <laughs> there's not much to do, uh, so we just uh, we're just watching the bees. He's like, oh, there's uh, there's Charlotte. Oh, there's uh, there's Mary. <laughs> so there is a good animal. Is it true? If you do this, Federal won a cow. Uh, right. I don't remember that. No, no, yeah. well, you're not paying attention. That's right. Obviously, no. while well, you've dropped down the rankings from thirty-two to <laughs> seventy-seven. Did you mean? And now, as a Russian, did did you meet Marit Safin ever? Did you one of the great tennis players? Mm. Yeah, I did. I was playing Australian Open Juniors uh, in 2002, I believe, and that's the year he made the final here. So I was uh, I was kind of his uh, hitting partner, wow. warm up partner for that uh, for that year. So, you didn't go uh, out with him after dark, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't take me. I was underage. So, uh... <laughs> Because yeah. I just remember that year they kept cutting to the box and there were like three strippers. Right. Where there's normally your parents yeah. and, you know, a Friends couple of and coaches. Family. He had yeah. some hotties. They were very nice ladies. I'm sure, I'm sure I, that's I, true. I spoke to them. Right, okay. <laughs> I was in the box when he was playing Sampras. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good luck to you. Thanks for ringing in. We'll have to ask the bosses if we can play that song. Yeah. Uh, want to send a cheerio to anyone? Yeah. Any messages? Anything you want to say? Uh, hey, any sponsors? Why don't you promote your sponsors? Let's do something for your sponsors yeah, at least. Uh, well, my um, clothing brand is Bidi Badu. It's a German brand, uh, which is very, very cool. So it's not very um, known uh, in Australia. So uh, okay. I guess people will uh, see me wear it uh, okay. in Australian Open. Right. It's really cool. Yep, done. And I just uh, changed my rackets back to head. So that's going to be uh, head. very interesting to see how I'm going to play with that. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Were you old enough to ever play with a wooden racket? Uh, I played with a wooden racket for fun. Right. Are you practicing any tennis at all around around the hotel room? Um, yeah, I set up a court. I got a net going. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all good. Because <laughs> I believe in, in Djokovic's hotel room, he's drawn a picture of a lineswoman on the wall. He's practicing hitting <laughs> balls at her throat. Yeah, I mean, any, anything yeah, anything we can do to uh, to hit some balls, yeah. Hey, did it. you hear, just That's before it. we let you go, 
Is it true that the men want to play not five sets but three sets because they won't be fit enough when they come out of lockdown? I don't think that's really feasible just based on a lot of outside factors. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I think they'll just stay with five sets. It's just not very realistic, to be honest. We're going to get a massive fan base behind you to oh, yeah. cheer <laughs> you on. What's the deepest you've ever gone into a major? Quarterfinal Wimbledon, 2018. Quarterfinal Wimbledon? Don't mind? Why did you sit on that? <laughs> that's awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to match that. Uh, yeah. Here. Yeah, uh, we lost to the to the winners, uh, uh, Mike Bryan and Jack. Scott. Ah, well, you'll get them yeah. next time. Hey, yeah. thanks for your time Amazing. today. Yeah, no worries. Um, Cheers, Adam Sutak, world's uh, number seventy-eight, joining us there from his hotel quarantine. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy at Malloy Show. That's where you can follow us. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All the socials, as the kids say. Uh, Charlie Pickering's going to join us soon. Mick Malloy on Malloy. I cannot wait. Adam is becoming a... Uh, uh, How great is he, by the way? A, a regular caller. He didn't seem to know much, Jay, about uh, federal... H- had a cow. He won a cow, didn't he? He so. did. He In uh, in 2003, Federer won his first Wimbledon title, and the next tournament he played was the Swiss Open in Gestad. And the town of Gestad gave him a cow, which Federer named Juliet. And Juliet then had a calf named Edelweiss. <laughs> and uh, in 2012, okay. Roger Roger was asked about Juliet. It's similar to Rosie's story from yesterday. And Roger said, Juliet's no longer with us. Oh, yeah. It's got Wagyu written all over. <laughs> How can you... You seem to know a bit too much about that, yeah, by the way. Yeah, don't do and when you, I, when you say Gestad, do you have to say Gestad? <laughs> Gestad. <laughs> it's one of my favorite moments in world sport is to see who would eventually become one of the greatest... Single athletes of all time getting a cow, getting a cow. from a yeah. town. Here you go. You get a green jacket or a trophy. No, we're going to give you a cow. Yeah. Hey, we're going to, thanks, Jay. Uh, we're going to change pace mm. now. I want to talk about Elon Musk, who is now the richest man in the yeah, world. Uh, he's a, a nutter. I tell you what, you see lots of Teslas around. I see lots of Teslas now. They're they're in the in the community. Well, I don't know why because they <laughs> they don't make money. He sees the technology's there, but you know they're not. They look no, all right, though. They've got, they got all the, the, the gadgets on them. They've got little special cameras here no, and there. Your driver gets. Okay. okay, your driver gets. You're not a car aficionado, <laughs> okay. and I'm not about to take a lesson <laughs> on automotive engineering no, well from you, okay? okay. So pipe down. Now, listen, uh, I'm more interested in his antics mm. on the SpaceX oh, yeah. side. Have you heard about this? I mean, this when you're the richest man in the world, you can do what you want. Yeah. And he is going to put a bar into his factory that makes rockets. That's awesome. Because he can. Of course. That's very George Jetson, isn't it? That's that's real futuristic well, stuff. You're putting a bar, so you've got a factory, you're making rockets that yep. go into space, yeah, and yeah. you just got to, all the ideas are coming from the bar. <laughs> that's right. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> We're out of ice. <laughs> I love it. I mean, no, it's all starting to make sense for you now. Remember he <laughs> shot his car into space? He did. That's a pissed guy. <laughs> that's, that's a right. guy. He's right. happy hour. Hey, what I'm going to do. <laughs> Maybe this has been happening at NASA for years. That's why they were shooting monkeys into space. This sounds like Bucks Party stuff. God, we got it wrong the whole time. (laughs) Did you? You'll probably get a pilot to try and break Booney's record on the (laughs) the way to the moon. Did you know, true story, Mm. uh, look, up until recently, uh, uh, times, that Mm. uh, Air France pilots were allowed to have two glasses of red Mm. on a long-haul flight. Is that right? Isn't that civilised? That's not bad. Yeah, two of them got glassed. (laughs) And it was... <laughs> no, but that's a true story. I, don't I think that's it's very French. Two, he got two as a computer flying it. You know what? Was wrong. You're absolutely right. The important thing is when you, to get in into the air and come down. 
Uh, anything in between. We're currently going flying nuts. at 35,000. I don't know. <laughs> My wife left me. What sort of wine it was? <laughs> That'd yeah, be a good one. Yeah, it would be too. That'd be a good one. Also, Elon Musk, he's a bit of a supervillain. So now he's making rockets and he's, he's got a bar. Here's the other one. He's killing cats. What are you talking about? Jamie Lynn Spears blames Elon Musk and Tesla for killing her cats because they're so silent, right? Yeah, the they cats are. can't hear them coming. So the, the Tesla sneaks up on the cats and <laughs> whooshka, bing, bang, boom. So she's lost dog. some cats. Uh, well, courtesy she has. Of the Have quiet. a listen. Here she is. Right. I'm uh, mentioning. If somebody's got to let Elon Musk know that uh, the Tesla is a secret cat killer and it's a problem that we've really got to fix. Um, we have now lost, I don't even want to tell you how many cats because they don't hear the Tesla crank and things end in a very tragic way. You know, Elon Musk, let's figure this out. I mean, you owe me a couple cats. <laughs> she has got a few more. With a name like Jamie Lynn Spears, you've got to be a cat lady. You know, that's Britney's sister. It's uh, Britney's younger sister, Jamie Lynn. Britney okay. Spears. Is she a couple of cats down? <laughs> Between them? How many, how many cats does the richest man on earth have to kill? But how is she killing more than one because cat? Because the Tesla, it, sne- it sneaks up. I'd love to imagine, we should get David Attenborough a Tesla so he can sneak up on, so he can sneak up on, on animals. Mm. It wouldn't be. Imagine, imagine, imagine seeing <laughs> a Tesla kill a cat in a David Attenborough documentary. Oh, yeah. Many people regarded it as the most costly in the history of mankind. If we act now, we can yet put it right. Maddie. Now, to be honest, Maddie, that was, it wasn't exactly what I'd asked for. We had a conversation, and I think what I, what I asked for, I thought, you know, it'd be good, like David Attenborough in the middle of a doco yep. documentary yep. with a Tesla sneaking up on... David Attenborough. So you hear so you hear David Attenborough, here we are on yeah. the sound getting planes we here, beep, beep, bang. <laughs> but I got David, David Attenborough doing a doco win for some reason. Many people regarded it as the most costly in the history of mankind. If we act now, we can yet put it right. So for some reason David Attenborough's hosting a documentary where the cat, where a Tesla appears, yep. kills a cat. See me in my office, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gold. Hey, when we come back, is it nearly Meadows? Right time? after this, Malloy. For the drive home, this is Malloy. Uh, Mick Malloy, and she. Well, we only spoke to her on Monday, but it's always great to catch up with Nerily Meadows. Yeah, well, it's, on all, it's all happening. This everything's happening in the world of sport, and she's on frigging holidays yeah, on right. Margaret River, <laughs> getting Amazing. pissed on some kind of wine tour. How lucky. Where are you, <laughs> Nerily Meadows? Come in. <laughs> I've made my way back to Perth, but let's be honest, I'm still not really working hard. I've been to the beach this oh, morning, a bit of a coffee, some brekkie, oh, happy right. days. Can you this do me a favour? gone for a couple of months. Don't go <laughs> swimming in Perth. You're 50-50 chance of getting bitten by a shark. You know the oh, rules. The reports at the moment, um, yeah, definitely good that I stay in quite close to the shore, let's be honest. <laughs> all right. Your natural habitat is on the beach. We, it's all happening in the world of sport. Yeah. The Aussie Opens are blowing up all over the joint. Mm. We're trying to keep that together. But I, we got you back on a special occasion to wrap up one of the great test series of all times. And uh, I've never been so gripped from start to finish. I think India, Australia are now up there almost on a par with the Ashes. Mm. They came out here, they were underrated. India win the most incredible test match and the most amazing series. Outstanding performance to win a test match at the Gabba and to win a test series. Can you talk us through what a magical, a brilliant 
series that was and and just how good the Indian performance was. This is honestly one of the best test series, if not the best test series, I think I've witnessed in my yeah. lifetime. Yeah. Um, mm. From an Indian point of view, uh, and talking to my Indian mates that I work with at the Indian Premier League, they think it's pretty much their best series win, yep. given every bit of adversity that they were up against. Well, let's talk us through that. We're starting with Coley going mm. after the first test. Is that the beginning of it? Well, let's go back, because they've been in bubbles since August from mm. going into the Indian Premier League in the UAE. Then they've come to Australia. So a lot of these guys have been in bubble since August 2020. They're dealing with the you know COVID situation really taking hold in India and the concern for their friends and family. Mm. Then you've got Virat Kohli, their best player, their captain, missing for three out of four tests. Yep. They go injuries galore. They're basically playing an India A-side by the final game. <laughs> and, India, and also, too, coming off what is probably their lowest... Is it their lowest score ever in test cricket? Yeah, and 36. All out for 36. <laughs> so just an unbelievable comeback. And I think that's the thing that stands out to everyone particularly here in Australia, is we can't even be mad at them. They've been so <laughs> impressive. We're the, like, you know what? They were awesome. You are likeable. We yeah, actually are happy for you right the, now. They were awesome. Every mm. time we tried to get them on the back foot, they just yeah. uh, duked it out and put in big partnership. It was a largely played in the right spirit, but I think there was, there's yeah. a bit of testy uh, attitude in uh, Sydney, was it? Yeah, well, let's be honest. Tim Payne put his hand up and said, I was, you know, behaving, you know, not like a leader should, and I'm not proud of myself want to do better. This is some of the audio directed at Ravi Ashwin, who is fighting to save um, that Sydney test. So here's some of the audio from the stump mics at the time. I can't wait to get you to the Gabarash. Tell you what. She's never done it. Just like we want to get you to India. That'll be your last series. Maybe. Are you a selector here as well? The way you play, teammates. The key phrase there, I can't wait to get you to the Gabba. Well, you did get them to the Gabba. And they spanked you. Talk us through the last hour uh, yesterday. Well, my favourite thing about that, though, is the fact that Ravi Ashwin's wife, who is quite prominent on Twitter and quite entertaining, actually texted, uh, sorry, tweeted in capital letters, see you at the Gabba, mate, (laughs) when they won it. I just think that's pretty awesome. And the fact that it was Rishabh Pant out there in the middle as well, who, of course, Tim Payne had the banter with in 2018-19 about the babysitting, and he's the one spanking it around and getting them across the line. Like you say, that last hour was one of the best and most entertaining ends to Mm. a test series. I mean, we didn't know for a while there, are they going for the win? Aren't they going for the win? Pritzi Shaw, such an entertainer, having seen him quite a bit firsthand, both in IPL and test matches. He is an entertainer. He doesn't know how not to go for the win. Australia did the right thing. They had to to roll the dice because they had to win, and I don't think you can blame the declaration. It was that you had to win. You couldn't play for the draw. It was, and you had to give them enough to tempt yeah. them, so I think that was right. Uh, what have we learned? Would we have? What have we learned? Where's Australia go from here? Are we are we a couple of good players short? Look, I think it's concerning. Obviously, David Warner wasn't at his best with the groin injury, but it is a bit concerning because it's now a couple of times that we've lost unlosable Test matches. So you look at the Ben Stokes situation yep. in the mm. Ashes. You look at you know the SCG, the fact that I actually did end in a draw in the MCG earlier um, as well in this series. There's a few. Mon- moments where you kind of go, we missed opportunities and obviously this test was one of those. So we need to have a good hard look. Pat Cummins again, much like India last time around, he was the real standout for Australia. So, you know, and look, the positives are we saw Cam Green come through Mm. and, you know, be pretty impressive. Bukowski showed enough, Mm. I reckon. Bukowski, exactly. He's just unlucky. 
So hopefully there's a bit of talent coming through. The scary thing is, though, Mickey, and this is what yeah, I take yeah. out of this. Yeah, I thought you were going to say. That's their seconds, isn't it? India are unbelievable. I think the tipping point has just happened in Indian cricket that we always knew was coming, yeah. that with the, the population they have and the mm. passion that they have, they're always going to get to a point where they were going to be just better than us, and I think that that's happened because they've got even more talent that I've seen firsthand coming through that weren't part of this test series. Mm. It is scary. Well, they didn't even play Gill in the first test, yeah. and, and Gill is probably the best opener I've seen on the scene in a in a long time. All right, we've got to go, Nearly. Thanks for your time. We don't want to trouble you. Go yeah. back to your, your... I want to get back to my cab, Sav, if that's all right. You Maybe. sound like you've had a couple. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Sound like you're wearing one of those hats with two tinnies attached to it. <laughs> How do you know? It's not even on the Zoom call. All right, Nerly Meadows, uh, tuning in from 92.9 Triple M in Perth. Yeah. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. With Mick Malloy, Charlie Pickering. On Triple M. We can say it now. Can we say All it? our stations around Australia are Triple M. Yep. Apart from Canberra. But we're Canberra only on and there, so Sunshine Coast and Alice Springs. No, no, no we're, we're, on, we're on Triple M's there, aren't we? Well, not in Alice Springs, we're not. It's 8HA yeah, and it's, uh, it's B-Rock in I Bathurst. But Alice Springs? Alice Springs. Never been. Would love oh, to go. You're an idiot. I, well, yeah. Right. It's under your nose. It's I know. I'm going to go. watch football, mate. I'd love to do a lap of Australia, even for this show, just to drop into the local DJs and say good day. I'd rather watch footy. I mean, it was in a private chat, but I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like going on about it. What do you mean? <laughs> in a PJ. What's coming up in the next hour, buddy? I just said it. Charlie Pickering coming up. Hey, mate, your <laughs> attitude is starting to get a little wearing. What day is it? Is it Wednesday? It's the third show, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your, your two yellow cards. Okay. All right. Well, Charlie Pickering's going to join us in just a moment, Mick. And uh, Charlie's going to miss Jane more than anyone, I reckon, because yeah. they used to go at it together, though. Didn't Catch up on everything. Talk about uh, the top end of town or the serious stuff, mm. and then change gears yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. and hit the reality stage. He'll be devastated. We'll talk him through. Yeah, yeah, he'll be okay. I'll burp him or something. <laughs> the song. <laughs> hey, song whispers. Is it time? Oh yeah, here we go. Jamondo, please fire away. Synopsis. This is an unceasing refrain of self-imposed weariness and malaise. The protagonist's only activities appear to be negative self-reflection. Excuse making and self pleasure. Oh. I think I'm turning Japanese. <laughs> I think we know what. <laughs> yeah. That song is all about self pleasure. Is that fair call? Yeah. You're I, on the I, right I, track, but if you have a look, Dave, come on. What about some? Divinal. I've got to tell I've, I've got to tell my Chris Hanfield story now. Okay. I met her once. The divinal. I met her once on a deck at uh, a club called the Carousel, mm-hmm. and she was wearing a robe. <laughs> which she'd clearly worn straight from her hotel and smoking a pipe. Oh, amazing. Oh, what a woman. Everything wow. you want in Chrissy oh, Ampler, isn't it? I've never forgotten it. Yeah, how great. on a deck, I went, oh, God. That's awesome. Hey, well, if you man. do know what the song is, you call one triple three five three. You get it yeah. right, you get a prize. Song Whisperer, this is Malloy. This is Malloy. And back for 2021, and we're so thrilled to have him here on the show. Last time he was here when it was, well, Kennedy Malloy, but now it's just Malloy. It's Charlie Pickering. Just Hello. Malloy. Hello. Did you notice anything different yeah. straight off the bat, Charlie? Um, it definitely feels different. And, I, you know, I'm sure like most of your regular guests, I, I was given the option of not being pressured to come back. Um, so, uh, but, but I, I, you know, I stuck with the team. I did. And, and, and I would, I, I mean. Is it like a marriage breakup where you've got to take sides? Yeah. Is it where you yeah. go, well. Yeah, I, I, I try not to, I try not to take sides. Can I tell the people but, but can, I, can I just say, like, yeah. obviously we've been friends for years. All of us known mm. each other mm. for years. And, and I, I mean, as a friend, mm. you know, wh- what did you do? <laughs> like, what was it? 
Oh, look, it's no one thing. <laughs> you know, like how those marriages break down over years yeah. and then it gets silent. Because we... one one person is a quasi-criminal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I understand. I understand. But can, I, is... can I just say, yes. like, I, I will absolutely miss Jane being here. Um, I just enjoyed so much working with her. Great to be back with you guys. But now yeah. I, I can't help but feel that I'm the feminine presence <laughs> in the show. Like I'm oh, here for balance. You're very well groomed. Yeah, is, is you've got that great what this hair, is? great beard. Well, you are dunking your bikini. <laughs> hey, it's always a pleasure to have you. I said it was great to have you live because yeah. over COVID and we've all learnt to do this thing. But there's Zoom. nothing better, is there, than being in a studio and in a conversation mm. with people face to face. So it's oh, very good I to feel, see you again. I feel like the Rolling Stones recording Exile on Main <laughs> yeah. Street right now. We're exactly. back. Yeah. Before we get into what you want to talk about, which is US politics, I want to congratulate you on your Christmas and your New Year's Eve show, oh, The you. Yearly, which I was uh, sadly at home <laughs> on my own drinking heavily. <laughs> but it was brilliant. And oh, it was such so a great encapsulation of the year, awesome. and you did it in a really great style. So uh, a very classy hit out on mm. the ABC. So well done to you, sir. Thank you very much. Now, some what- credit has to go to COVID. Uh, for giving us such a fascinating year. <laughs> yeah, what's it? Here we go. The dying days, mm. the burning embers Hours of left. the Trump administration. What's your emotion? Talk us through it. Are you happy? Are you I mean, sad? it's Schadenfreuder, it? isn't it? It's just pure, unadulterated yeah. Schadenfreude. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a very special feeling. Personally, I love how quickly he has been abandoned the by descent. everyone. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. But the, the crazy thing is how did you not abandon him, like, four years ago? Mm. Like, you know, like, how did it take this Mm. long? There should be a Nuremberg into who was complicit, who's Mm. going to say, I was just doing what I was told. Yeah, well, interesting, like, Forbes magazine, for example, like, some of the faces of the White House that we know are, like, the Sarah Huckabee Sanders and the Kayleigh McEnany, the press Mm. secretaries that Mm. go and speak Mm. to the press. Forbes magazine made an announcement last week that any company that hires them any former yes, press secretaries yes. of the Trump administration, any yeah. company that hires them will presume to be liars and will be fully investigated by Forbes. No kidding. So, it, like, <laughs> word has gotten out that if you worked in the White House, you yeah. will not get a job wow. after this. But my favourite little tidbit during the, mm. the week this week was because obviously the removalists came and started, un, un, you know, taking out all of his gory yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah. Follow, and, but, followed by an exorcism, yeah. followed by a priest and some holy water. Yeah. But people had long lenses on their cameras and they were taking photos of everything taken out of the Oval Office mm. to try and make sure he wasn't stealing everything. <laughs> and, like, at one point a bust of Abraham Lincoln came out and people were going, it, it was like live twinning again, it's a bust of Lincoln. Does anyone know where it is? So they, like, he, they are, well, I mean, he is a crook. Like, he's an absolute well, I think he's crook. about to be proved to be a crook. He's he, now without the protection of the being the president. Mm. There's some um, mm. state, like, even if he pardons himself, there's some state cases. I think New York are onto him. It's going to be, he could uh, be bankrupt and skint. Absolutely. Mm. Although the other side of it, this is what I heard someone saying today. Yeah. He still gets a national security briefing every day. He still knows more about national security of the United States and top secrets than mm. just about anyone in the country. Information he could sell. And absolutely, oh. he's got a debt at the moment of $400 million <laughs> that he cannot pay because he never learned any skills. <laughs> and he is considered an intelligence, like a, a, an intelligence threat. Yes, of course. And so, obviously, the easiest thing for Vladimir Putin to do would be yeah. to pay pay off his debts and just get all the secrets from Trump. Sure. What I heard was the CIA 
because he continues to get an intelligence yes. briefing as mm. a living president, they are going to what they they call it salting, and they will put false intelligence into his intelligence <laughs> briefings unbelievable. so that if that pops up anywhere else on someone they're spying on, they know that it's come <laughs> from what him. What went yeah. wrong? Where did the wheels fall off of that great country? Uh, hired the worst person possible <laughs> yeah. in the world to do the job. And, and, and guys, and there's some people out there who complain when we, we go down this track, and I really don't care because to me it's not even politics. He's a disgusting person. He's vile. He mocked a handicapped person. Mm. And, and I think the, so you think of so many points at which you could have jumped off the Trump thing, and I go, I, I, this was the conversation I have all the time. Oh, he's cooked. Yeah, oh. after, after the grabbing on the pussy. Oh, he's cooked. Yeah. Yeah. After mocking a handicapped person. Oh, that's yeah. him done. Yeah. He just kept coming. Yeah. He just kept coming and coming. And, and coming. turns out it was inciting an armed coup. <laughs> turns out that was the line, and everyone said, Oh, hang on. Yeah, last a week to go. <laughs> this guy's rotten. It's the moment everyone went, Oh, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. My, my fa- you know, my favourite image of, and then, you know, people died, so I'm not re- mm. entirely making light of it, but when uh, the armed insurgents raided the seat of power in their own country, when they got into the Capitol building, they still stormed in between the ropes. Like they've stormed in, they've gone over the to the cops, but they've got the velvet ropes out. Yeah. And they're all walking through the Freedom! <laughs> freedom. Oh, sorry, right you are. Right you are. <laughs> Hang about young man yep. and we'll lighten it up. What do you got? Just just tease what you've got for us in the Okay, next I've got I've got a new favourite TV show. Mm. Um, and it's something a lot of useful oh. information for you, Mickey. Oh, right. It's about prison. So <laughs> stick around. Charlie Pickering's with us. This is is Malloy and Charlie Pickering joining us in studio today. I always ask people what they're binging on. You've brought some of the great shows to our attention. Over Some of the stuff I don't know how you find. Mm. Uh, is there anything that captured your imagination right yeah, now, Charlie Pickering? Absolutely. This one's on Netflix too. It's, it's more accessible than okay. most of my tastes, right. which are obtained illegally <laughs> on the dark web. <laughs> Um, just, what is he up to? <laughs> How did he come across that? So this what one, this one, it's it's look, it's a very successful show. There's five seasons of it. Okay, right, and the show is inside the world's toughest prisons. Okay, okay. Oh. Now I could tell you about the show, but I'm going to let the host of the show tell you about the show. He explains it all very simply right here. Right. Can you imagine this penetrating your skin? <laughs> My name is Raphael Rowe. And I'll be spending a week locked up in this South American prison to see what life is like when every day is a fight for survival. I've never seen anything like it in any prison anywhere in the world. It's not my first time behind bars. I was convicted in the UK of a murder I didn't commit and sentenced to life with no parole. Okay, where do you want to start? Well, there's a lot going on here. I think the, the first obvious observation is... If you were put in prison for 12 years for a crime you didn't commit, why are you going back into prison all the time? <laughs> and a tough one at that. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it? it was like, it's, maybe it's people that, you know, they wow. do a bit of CrossFit and they go, no, I need to do Tough Mudder. Like, I need something harder. That's right. It's uh, like a getaway-style show for prisoners. <laughs> I'd like to see David Rain host Yeah, Katrina Roundtree in, in a Bogota prison so would be outstanding. he actually goes into South American prisons and tough prisons. And, yes, And do absolutely. they know he's not a prisoner? Or? They know it. Well, he's got a film crew. I think that's a giveaway. <laughs> Um, so he goes in there and he's got full access and every episode starts, he gets strip searched every episode. Okay, you see his bare butt no. every single episode. That, that's what I mean. After a while you start to think, Boy. no, this is a fetish. Yeah. You know, this is, this, this is yeah. more for you than us. Again, I'm imagining David Rain for some yeah. reason. <laughs> 
Okay, this is so, gold. So we go. It's it's very entertaining, and you mm. get to see different prisons around the yes. world. Um, at one point, he goes to a prison in Norway, and, oh. I, and I'm like, "That's a lovely motel. Oh my <laughs> like god, that, that's just a very pleasant." They're doing like paper mache, decoupage. <laughs> True story. I was watching a doco. It's on the, the, the life life and times of Monaco, yeah. and they go into the Monaco jail, and mm. there's a menu. Oh, man. For, for, wow. There's a menu, and the, some of the cells have a view of the ocean. Oh, lock me up. Yeah, and, and I think their blackjack tables have a $1 minimum. Like <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty tough stuff in there. But yeah. So anyway, he, he goes to all of these prisons. Mm. The, the South American ones are brutal. Some of the Southeast yeah, Asian ones are tough. The toughest I saw was Lesotho. Now, Lesotho is Lesotho. a small landlocked country in the middle of South Africa. Okay. Right. So within South okay, Africa, somewhere right. more oppressed than South Africa. Crikey. Right. It's, it's pretty tough. He goes into this prison and he, he gets put in a cell with 13 guys mm. <laughs> and he early on tries to – he puts down oh his bedroll yep. and he tries to establish a bit of, a bit oh, of hierarchy. Yeah, his territory. Sure. It doesn't go well. Have a listen. Listen closely. <laughs> okay. I'm sleeping here. Yeah. Yeah. That's your please. On my own. Not your own. We are sharing the money. No? You have to choose one husband. Everyone has got his own husband here. When you say husband, yes, we mean that man. suggests I would be the wife. <laughs> That's a massive bombshell to drop in season wow. five. That's <laughs> big. I've, I've had some rough nights, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, you know, I've been just some. I've been building it out on occasion. There's been some Airbnbs, but that is beyond the pale. Yeah, so he is there in a situation surrounded by the – they are the uh, toughest, oh, the scariest people I've, I've seen ever. It's incredible. Mm. And he's confronted by them. They are exerting pressure on him to become their <laughs> wife. Yes. And so he does right. the only thing is there he recording can process? do. <laughs> yeah. No, he goes, right, I need to reestablish dominance. Yes. Mm. I'm going to show them oh, no. how tough I can be. This will be familiar. I spent 12 years in prison for robbery and murder I didn't do. <laughs> and then they discovered. <laughs> and then they just. It's true. Now they know I've done time myself. <laughs> Hopefully they'll stop trying to test me. <laughs> for nothing! <laughs> so... Yeah. What happens next? It's not playing with the Lesotho crowd. Really. <laughs> no, stuff is not. So what happens next, though, is a bit of a mystery. Okay. Mm. Some jokes are made. Some weird stuff goes down. And then there's an edit point. And the next time you see him <laughs> okay. is outside the cell. Oh, right. please. The scene has passed, and he's sort of explaining what really happened <laughs> yeah. inside. Have a listen okay. to this. For a moment, I didn't know whether they were serious or not serious. And they said to me at the end that it was all a joke. So imagine if it was for real. These are guys, they're in prison. If they are being deprived of sexual interaction with females, here comes along a new guy who might have something that they want. Yes. So the, it cut, and then he's outside, and yep. he said, it's all a joke. They told me it was a joke. Yeah. It was just a joke. <laughs> guys were just having a bit of a laugh. <laughs> And by any chance, do you happen to waddle off? <laughs> <laughs> I love what you bring to the table. You are a superstar. Have you got anything to plug? Are you on any oh, shows? The, the weekly's back on air first oh. week of February. So oh. uh, Wednesday nights, 8.30. Got a bunch of 
New correspondence on the show. I'm not going to give anything What's away. What's the but, new night? Uh, Wednesday night, 8.30. 8.30. And yeah. uh, very excited to be back. I'm assured yeah. that despite the passing of Trump and the establishment <laughs> of a COVID vaccine, yeah. news will the still news be will happening. Keep it will keep happening. Good on you, Charlie. Please Great drop you by regularly. So we love to with you. You're listening to Malai. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. And Jay, our producer, has a document in front of him which mm. lists the pardons. I was going to say the royal pardons. It kind of is. It's sort kind of. of been like house court intrigue for yeah. the last four years. What do you got? Are there any surprises? Who's he pardoning? Mm. The statement from the press secretary regarding executive grants of clemency issued on January 20, 2021, the last day Donald Trump is the president of the United yep. States. He has issued 73 pardons yep. and 70 sentence commutations. So the pardon is your record is wiped clean. Yeah. The sentence commutation is you're out. you're out of jail. Yeah, great. So uh, Steve Bannon, key advisor. Everybody would have oh, heard a lot right, about Steve Bannon. News. Yeah, well, hey, well, hey, and uh, by the way, these aren't to right the wrongs of injustices. These right. are to get your rich mates, crony mates off. Steve Bannon's been charged with stealing from a charity. That they, That's right. A, a defence force charity oh, from, from diggers, yeah. and they set it up and apparently bought boats and uh, did all the kind of th- these the things, and he's, and he's pardoning him for it. Well done. He's been pardoned. Okay. So Steve Bannon gets a pardon. Julian Assange does not get a pardon. Ah, uh, well. Dane, you mentioned Joe Exotic. Yeah, reports yeah, yeah. earlier oh, today please, that tell me. Tiger King. Well, reports earlier today that his legal team had a limo waiting for go. him outside <laughs> of <laughs> prison where he was. Has tell he me the pardoned? good news. No pardon for oh, Joe Exotic. Oh, no, no pardon for Joe Exotic. Really? The Tiger King remains behind. Bitch, Carol Baskin. However, Lil Wayne... He has been pardoned on weapons charges. Lil Wayne's been pardoned. Lil Wayne. And this follows, by the way, Snoop Dogg Mm. getting clemency to uh, one of the founders of Death Row Records, uh, who was in prison uh, on uh, attempted murder charges. He's got one. Uh, This was done recently. Right. There will be people going through this list in fine detail to to find out who has been pardoned. Has he pardoned himself and his family? Yeah. Does not appear so. Uh, Anthony Lewandowski has been pardoned. Now, he was an engineer for Google on self-driving cars, accused of stealing while he pled guilty to stealing some of the documents, sold them to his own startup. He's been pardoned. So a whole bunch of folks in Silicon Valley happy that uh, Anthony has been pardoned. Good stuff. Uh, all around, we'll follow that with keen interest. I liked his uh, his Medal of Freedoms get uh, honours too, which is the highest honour he can get in America. And three golfers got it. <laughs> <laughs> you get the yeah. idea. Hey, uh, That's good. What's, what's sorry, going on? Nick, I don't mean to interrupt you. This phone line keeps ringing. It was Adam Sitak. It's not uh, Adam. Is it? I don't right. want to pick right. it up here. Yeah. Hello, you've called the Malloy Show. Hey, sorry, you have, still haven't played my song. Right. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, Two days in a row. Let's do it then. Let's it do is. It then. It's the mashup. It's Metallica. It's Huey Lewis and the news. Thanks, guys. The drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. We've got to wrap up. Who's on the show tomorrow? Well, we've got Denise Scott. She's Great. going to join us. First time for 2021. Uh, Chaz Lichardello, also from Love The it. Chaser, will be yeah. uh, covering oh, what's been happening we'll yeah, in the next the inauguration, 24 the hours. Day. And let's hope that we get to the bottom of this uh, Kit Kat gate. We'll get um, to the bottom of Kit Kat gate. And gone wild. Oh, yeah, gone well, wild. We have room for that. Yeah. Remember Rosie brought in a clip yesterday? <laughs> he did, what, yeah. Was it was a... About a dog. It was a college basketball match. It was uh, commentators. I was trying to pad during. Have you got it there? Yeah, take a listen. This is how it went down. Being postponed and first half analysis. Now, I kind of want to know a little bit more about Tom Hart's dog, Larry, actually. Hmm. Well, we had to put him down a few weeks ago, Peter. (laughs) Thanks for asking. (laughs) 
That's super awkward. Right. Mate, do your homework. You don't ask about a dead dog. No, that's awful. In the the present tense. Tomorrow, Chaz will be on to talk us through the American election. I was just saying to Jay, I think I went to the very first, because we were in Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, Jay, you and me went to the very first yeah. protest, political protest against Donald Trump on Fifth Avenue uh, in New York out the front of Trump Tower. Well, it was a very white protest. <laughs> right, <okay>. <laughs> one <laughs> of the whitest protests I've ever had. But it would have been one of the first, Jay. Yeah, Sandwiched in between Prada and Burberry. Wow. You know, it was Fifth That's Avenue. Real sort of And he was in and the dirty. building, sitting up there on his golden toilet. Yeah, there he was. Indeed. He has a golden toilet. Oh, does he? Oh, you made that up. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. Really? Why would I make that up? Gold toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, right. <laughs> right, today's show. Grab the podcast, catch up at Malloy Show. Back tomorrow. Now you're all caught up on the Malloy Drive Show.